What's up, everybody? Thank you for checking out a new episode of the Baba Cool Core podcast. This is the second Zoom chat uh, podcast that we're doing uh, since we're all in quarantine and shit. Supposed to be staying home. Uh, on today, I got a, a old buddy of mine, a fellow open micer, Chris Grulon. What's going on, dude? What's up, man? How you doing? Can't complain. Yeah, everybody else is. So. <laughs> everybody else is. Now, how you been doing, man? How, how, are you going crazy yet? I'm yeah, I'm going stir crazy for sure. Yeah. You know the 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 problem is that uh in in order for me to be creative, I have to go out. Yeah. You don't use old stories or stories from your family and stuff? Oh, for sure, but uh I like creating new ones. Yeah, man. I I'll, I'll be honest dude, like since the whole thing went down, I haven't I haven't wrote anything new. I I've, I've worked on a couple of bits, uh mm-hmm. just wrote down a couple of things, but for the most part my 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 mind has not been on uh on comedy really dude yeah it's been it's been hard it's been hard to stay motivated guy because yeah. uh I've, I've lost um three family members on my dad's side and oh, wow. um three members on my mom's side have it the, from from covid yeah wow in san antonio or from new york or? new york new york yeah so the the area that was hit the hardest in new york is my neighborhood Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, I had a family member that just she's a she's a nurse mm-hmm. and she just she just volunteered to go out and uh and help out up there, man. I was like, That's that's insane. It's insane, but they're paying crazy money over there. Oh mad money. It's crazy. Uh so she'll be up there for like eight eight weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, room and uh, board paid for them. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if I would I don't know if I would do that, man. I mean I'm not anything like medical, like they don't need me out there, mm-hmm. so but it just that's such a a, a risk, you know. Uh, yeah, my little brother, he's on the front line there in the ER in uh, Long Island, and oh, his yeah. wife is a respiratory tech, and so she ended up getting COVID, um, beat it, and now came back. My uncle had a stroke, contracted COVID while recovering in the hospital, and now he is on a ventilator. That's insane, dude. Like, yeah, you, hear, you hear all these stories. Like, you're the first person that I've talked to that had somebody connected, like, so close to them, you know? Yeah. So, on my dad's side, within a week, we lost three people. That's insane, man. It's hard mm-hmm. to hear that. That's crazy. It is what it is. Yeah, man. And now, like, uh, fucking Abbott wanted to open up the open up phase one, start opening keep- up restaurants and stuff. So, uh, my glasses keep reflecting. Um, so... I'm considered high risk um, because I have um, three different lung diseases from oh, wow. Afghanistan. Yeah. So um, I I have to I have to stay in. I can't. I if I get if I go down with a respiratory illness, it could kill me. That's insane, man. So that's mm-hmm. uh, on top of the whole thing, like just going out to the store or any little right. thing like that. Like you right. have to take it more serious. Yeah, which is why, like when uh, the open mics and the the crowds, I get really nervous about even before all this, just before because all this. I could get the flu could kill me. 
man, how, how, what's the sickest you ever got? Like, how, when did you start so, taking it more serious? Like, um, when, in 2010, I deployed to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got back in, in Afghanistan, uh, we had to burn top secret uh, papers. And they had to be burnt to ashes. And you had to stay there and watch the paper burn. And so in Afghanistan, they wouldn't let you wear a mask. And uh, because they said it was out of uniform. So I'm inhaling all the ashes and all that. Behind me, they were burning batteries and fecal matter and all types of craziness, right? And so when I got back from Afghanistan, I couldn't run around the track. Uh That's when I noticed, hey, man, something's not right. And so uh, they did x-rays and like my lungs stop right before my ribs. And and so uh, they said that they're shrinking, they're diminishing. And um, so I I had to take a step back. I got retired from the Air Force. And then uh, I ended up getting from that point on every twice a year, summer and winter, I get really sick, like two weeks out. I can't. I, I don't get out of bed. That's insane. Can you, can, do I have to edit any of that from the, no, 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 man. Okay. Oh, you're like, we burned shit. We didn't have, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely did it, it but it, it's, it's a fact. It's uh they have burn pit registries and all that for it. Uh, huh. so are they paying you money for that? Did you ever assume? For I that? got disabled. Um, I'm a disabled veteran uh-huh. and, um, I get money for that. But, um, so right now I'm currently at 90% disabled. But uh, my lung condition is so rare, I have to have a CPAP at work. So if I have a, a, an issue, I have to put on the mask at work and let it do its thing. And is there anything that you could do to like improve that? Are you doing like lung, lung exercises? I, I'm one of three people in San Antonio with this lung condition. Dude, that's It's insane. called um, excessive dynamic airway collapse. So when I, if I exert myself... One of the issues that I have on stage is that I don't talk very loud. Yeah. And there's a reason. I thought that was a nerves thing. No, no. I thought that was all nerves and stuff. Mm -mm. The reason is if I talk too loud, my airway collapses on itself. Jeez. If I exert my lung too hard. So uh, I have to be straight and to the point, try to be funny without trying to kill myself. Yeah, man. I mean, I you see comics that have that little laid back kind of mm-hmm. delivery, like the uh, what is it, Todd Glass? I think he's very yeah. laid back, very chill. I think it's Todd Glass. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. I never knew that. I never. Yeah, knew so- that. I mean, I I knew that you you were uh, retired from mm-hmm. the military and you had like health conditions and stuff. But I never knew it was that serious. I didn't. know. Yeah. That so that. I um I'm a a wounded warrior and um a disabled vet and um. None of that shit matters when you get out. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck. But um, when I when I bring it out on stage, I also have PTSD from Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Um, it it I w- I've been able to get off of um, antidepressants and um, I was taking antidepressants and sleep aids. And because of the stage, it's been able to calm me. Like I've been able to get that outlet. Okay. And I've been off of all those meds because of it. That's crazy, man. How long have you been mm-hmm. off the meds? Um, like a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was just slowing you down. Like you just didn't like the meds. Like how was you know what was happening was I would get on the meds and I, I, it started to become a crutch and I felt like I needed it. Yeah. And um, 
And then I would get on stage and I would fumble my, my bit. Mm-hmm. I would forget. And it was because the medicine was making my mind foggy. Oh, okay. And so um, there, was a, there was a night that I did with Big Al. And I mean, it was at the, um, I don't know if you, the Alamo Biscuit Company. Uh, I saw flyers for that, but I've never been to that place. So we did it that night and um, um, it was two shows that night uh, back to back. Yeah. And the first show I get up there and I'm the second or third comic. Jeremy was there. Alex Reyes was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I get up there and I go blank. Like towards the end of my set, I forget everything. Yeah. And Big Al's looking at me like wrap it up. And, I, and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. I, I apologize. And I walked off the stage. Wow. It was the biggest, uh, one of my biggest embarrassments on stage. But then eight, uh, four weeks later, I win uh, my round in the funniest comedian in Texas. Yeah. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a big triumph for me because the no, two yeah, yeah. shows before that, I was fumbling. Yeah. And so I didn't even know if I was going to be ready. And so that was with that was while you were on the meds? Yeah. You're, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, well, no, I was getting off the meds. So it, it's been about a year, about eight months okay. that I've been off the meds. Because um, we're in April now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man. Yep. But it was making me fumble, and I, it was getting me really upset. And, and then it would bring on, and you know this, like when you fail on stage, it's like it's like a ton of bricks hit you. Yeah, it, it's, you it's eat pretty it, shitty. It eats at you, man. Yeah, it'll stick with you to your next one, to your next uh, next. I set. was replaying it in my head. I had it recorded. I was replaying the recording. It yeah. was terrible. So how how are you doing without, without the meds and stuff? Like, are you? Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I've been writing. I like, we, we talked about this earlier, but I've been writing and rewatching comedy and um, sitting back and watching some old like Jerry Lewis movies and yeah, just trying to practice on the bits that I got. Have you done any of the online comedy shows? Do you know, honestly, I, I was talking to my wife about this. I feel like, um, I don't know we're at a point now, like if you don't get on, are you relevant? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I'm like, do I keep putting content out on Facebook or Instagram just to keep my name out there? Yeah, for sure. I fell through that hole like for a while when, when all this went down and the whole mm-hmm. world just was just stopped. I was just, I was really down, really depressed and all that stuff. And then well, comedy to me, I, I've, I've said this before, it's kind of like a drug, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you just keep wanting more. You keep wanting to go on stage and stuff to kind of like to to uh, relieve yourself or try, try to right. get that high again. All right. So when everything shut down, no shows, everything got canceled. Yeah, I was kind of, kind of down and, and depressed about it for a while. And then I kind of like, like I kind of went through that uh not withdrawals, not withdrawals, but like uh, when you don't do a drug for a while, like yeah. the cleansing, like yeah, a yeah. detox, you know, like that, that thing wasn't there anymore. That need to go out, that need to go on stage because there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to do it, you know. So and now the, we're running into what's going to happen after. Like I had seen the GoFundMe for jokesters. Like, is that going to be around when we're, this is over with? No, you know tell what I mean? do no. Tell. And then even though, even when 
I mean, slowly, little by little, they're going to open up restaurants mm-hmm. and then they're going to open up bars. Like everything's going to happen in phases and stuff. Right. Any type of groups like that, like any type of small comedy clubs, mm-hmm. uh, concerts, like they're going to be like, last. Anything. Yeah, that's going to be last. Mm-hmm. Even if they get the, the, uh, the permission to do it, right. people aren't going to want to be in, in small places like that. Like it's just going to be a long time until people are comfortable actually going out to places and with me being high risk i'm not taking any chances man i can't be in close spaces like that so yeah for sure man that 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 would bring on like like when if i go to the grocery store mm-hmm. i'm holding my breath like right i'll be holding my breath even with the mask and stuff just because i'm worried about myself but like you I, already know that you right. your immune system can't be compromised at all mm-hmm. can't 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 risk it and which is why you, 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 I think you know this. I, I don't smoke and I don't drink because I don't want that a- added effect on my body to affect me in case I get sick. Yeah. Were you ever a drinker or a smoker? Mm-mm. My no. dad died when I was um, 13 from cirrhosis of the liver. Oh, yeah. Um, and so at that point, I decided I wasn't going to be an alcoholic because I had read at that age that um, uh, it's genetic. So it could be passed on to my kids. Oh, so man. I never wanted them to see me drinking. Yeah, man. I do drink. You know, I I have a an occasional glass of wine or something like that. But uh, I I don't do it in groups in, at the bars. I don't do any of that. Yeah. So when all this came, like went down the pandemic, the the quarantine and all that stuff, what bad habits have have increased for you? Man, for real. Uh, it, it's just late night snacking, man. I have a hard time putting down the ice cream or uh, the cookies, and I've yeah. gained about ten pounds, man. It sucks, dude. I've gained at least thirty, at least thirty, just in the two months and shit. And that's because I wasn't doing that that good before. Right. Uh, my drinking has really picked up. I quit smoking. I haven't mm-hmm. had a cigarette in uh, almost a month. Uh, decided if if anything's gonna kill me, it's gonna be my diabetes. Not not. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because you're diabetic, right? Pre-diabetic, but every, yeah. we're all pre-diabetic. Everybody's pre-diabetic. Yeah, yeah. But, but my, I, uh, my drinking has gone off like pretty, pretty bad. I'm trying to. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to <laughs> try to cut back. But I, I read this morning that they're going to extend. They're possibly going to leave uh, picking up alcohol. What uh, like drive-through. Yeah, man. Like everybody's doing like pick up alcohol. Like those those yeah. little bottles. Whoever mm-hmm. like. Owns that or, or run like own stock in like little liquor, killing it right now. Because uh, everybody, everybody's doing it. TCs, they're gonna extend bars. it. Yeah, man. The the, the to go alcohols because uh, that's that's what people are doing a lot now. A lot of people yep. are a lot, drinking a lot more, eating a lot more. Like right, it's just ridiculous. Like my my wife, she she's uh she's a server downtown, mm-hmm. and uh, she went in today for a meeting. And when she got back, I, I told her, you know what? Like, it's it's not worth it. Like, I I, I don't want her to go back yet. Uh, I, I told her to call and say that she's not going to go back for another two weeks. Yeah. Um, and because uh, she got furloughed, which means that they'll op- they'll leave her job open right. for her. I was like, it, it don't matter if you lose your job. I just ra- I don't want her to be in the first phase one of anything. Like the guinea pig. Yeah, like it's just mm-hmm. not not worth it because the whole thing is like the scientists aren't saying that it's safe to go out. It's Abbott that's saying right. let's let's get this economy going. Let's get all these people off of unemployment and shit. And it doesn't help. I mean, the lieutenant governor was on Fox News saying that he'd rather have like the economy open over the people. Yeah, 
Like yeah. it has hasn't been peaked yet in in in, in nope. Texas. Nope. You know, like it's just now curving like on on the coast, the east coast mm-hmm. and west coast. It's just now doing it, but it's, it hasn't been peaked yet here. Like it. The could scary worse. thing was uh, Louisiana was getting hit really hard, and they had a ban. Or if you were coming in from Louisiana into Texas, you had to quarantine yourself for two weeks. Yeah. Um. Um. That stopped as of fr- t- Friday. He's. Uh, if you come in from Louisiana, you don't no longer have to quarantine yourself. And that's yeah. scary because they're still peaking. Yeah. And the whole thing is like, people could be asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you don't know, like I'm not afraid of getting sick, but mm-hmm. like my, my mom, my mom takes a lot of meds that kind of right. uh, hinder her immune system and stuff. Right. I don't want her to get sick. And that's the whole thing too. I was like, we, we haven't even seen our family yet. Like the last nope. thing we, we for, on Easter, we all, did drive through and then we mm-hmm. we parked our cars like cops you know yep. and we ate in our cars and that's that's the only like uh contact that we had since this whole thing went off you know and for me the most of my family all of my family's in new york city yeah uh new york and phoenix and so i don't see any of them but my wife's side is all down here in south texas and we haven't seen them in like two months yeah uh so, I mean, was comedy picking up for you, like, after, like, the contest Man, and all so, that stuff? Um, so, I mean, I thought, I, I, you know, one of the people that, that helped me uh, with advice was Larry, Larry Garza. Yeah. When, uh, when I won, I messaged him, and um, I, I love talking to Larry because he always gives me the advice that I need to hear, not the advice that I want to hear. Yeah. And so, um, because it, it, you know, the ego picks up and I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm a winning comedian out here and I, I ain't shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, I mean, you, 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 you won or you went on for a right. reason. I mean, you had, right. had a good set that night. I mean, it was a good set, but it could have been that everybody else's set was terrible that night. Well, what do you think? Who were you up against that night? I mean, you don't have to name drop, but I mean, no, no, I was up against, um, Debo um myself um a few people from san marcus uh-huh. um gabe cortez mm. and i've seen him do the set that he did that night and kill yeah and it was just it was off that night and that shit happened um and then uh, there were some people that i don't i don't remember but like it, it, they just came for the contest mm. but then the semifinals um I went up against Tanvir, um, Regis, Debo, um, um, Sh- Shannon. You you know Shannon? Yeah, he was in my round. So he um, he got there late. Oh, I saw that. Like he had like a flat tire or something. Yeah, man, and they didn't let him go on. That was bad, dude. That was messed up, man. That was really um, bad. Uh, I felt bad for him. Um, and then the uh, guy that runs Laredo. Aaron Suarez. Aaron Suarez. I can't think yeah, of that. We talk Aaron, all the time. Shannon and Aaron, they run. They, they won my round, the one, the one that I was in. Right. So Aaron. They were really night, good, man. They were funny. They were fucking hilarious and shit. They're hilarious, man. Um, Aaron that night, um, I went up against him. Um, I can't remember the other people, but Regis, man, Regis fucking killed that night. Yeah. Killed. Yeah. I, I, he had people jumping out of their seats, man. That's crazy, man. Yep. That's with crazy. with with the set he did, man, it was hilarious. 
He just, but I went up third. I went right after Tanvir in the semifinals and then 11 other comics went after me. And yeah. so I had a good set, but Regis fucking killed that night, man. There's no doubt about it. Him and Devo killed. Yeah. I went up first on mine and, uh, it was kind of rough. And like before, uh, before mine, my round, the night before I had did that, that hard comedy fest edition. Right. Right. I so remember I, had, I was there that night. So I had to do a clean set. Was uh, that the night I was there? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then I was like, fuck it. I'll just, I, I had a really good night that night, that audition. I mean, I didn't, I didn't yeah, yeah. You fest, definitely killed that night. I didn't go on the fest, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, and I uh, found that, I found that to be weird because the, the people that I saw on the fest, they broke the rules that were given that night. I, I mean, it's neither here nor there. You know, I just, I, I know I had a strong set that night mm-hmm. for that audition. Right. And then, uh, so I was like, fuck it. I'll do this, the exact same set. Uh, yeah. the, the following night because that's what I've, I've been working on that uh, right. for a while and uh, I was the first one up and I was like it was my first time on the LOL stage for a show like I did kill Tony before but that's not really a show right, right. Uh, not really a show for me you know and uh, I was just like couldn't figure out the stage the stage was way too big and the stage was big the crowd it was it was a, a spread out crowd you know Wednesday night and so I was like ah, and I I I did okay. I didn't have the same fire as I had the night before. Right. Um, but then I was I was up like Kabaza and George Anthony, and then you had uh, a strong fucking Aaron set. Suarez, that, I mean, strong. You had a strong group that night, man. I think Tambier was in your no Tambier wasn't in your group. No, nah, he wasn't mine. Uh, Angelo Vasco. Um, Fram. No, 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 no. I think she was. I think she was. Oh no, she was on the one that that Tambier with Tambier, right? AJ too. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I didn't pass, but I mean, it was fine. Like I know that I didn't do as good on that one from the night before and stuff. Right. But uh, it was it was fun. It was the first time doing that that contest. Um, it was interesting, man. So I mean, for me, it was a big it was a big boost because I, you know, I was getting on stages and I wasn't ready for the stage, man. And that that was my biggest my biggest issue. Like uh, the first stage that I did, the first show I did was with Irma. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I think I brought 45 people that night and, wow. we, and we, we sold out. It was a hundred people in that, in that, uh, in smoke downtown mm-hmm. and we filled the whole room. Um, and then I get up there and that was the first night I go up my first show and I completely fucking blanked the set. I had to pull my phone out. And that's when I was telling you about the meds that I keep that it was starting to affect the way I was performing. And, and so, um, then I did the show with big Al, uh-huh. I did it again. And I'm like, man, these fucking meds are killing me. Um, so I ended up stopping the meds and I started picking up more gigs doing like, um, um, trivia nights. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to work my sets in between the, the questions. Uh-huh. And that's how I was getting my timing right for the joke. So when it came time to do the funniest comedian in Texas, I was ready to go. I had the six minutes down to, I mean, I had like six minutes and 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it straight. I already knew where I was at. I didn't need the light or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I did a show with Mike Robles. I did his um, benefit show. Mm-hmm. Um and then that was good because then I picked up a network with 
Jerry Garcia in LA mm-hmm. and I've been talking to him and I was going to open up for him in actually this week. He was supposed to come to LOL. Oh, wow. And I was going to open up for him and do seven minutes on stage. And then uh, this week I was supposed to go to Laredo to do Aaron's show. Mm. Um, but all this went up in the air and it is what it is. But it was starting to pick up, man. I was really, really excited to see where it was going to go. Yeah, man. Like, uh, it, was, it was funny. Like Before everything popped off, um, I had to – say no to a couple of shows i was supposed to go to dallas for um for one of irma shows and mm-hmm. then i was gonna go go back to McAllen, go back to Cena ray right uh also for an irma show but i couldn't get the time off work and yeah. i was like man like shit's really picking up mm-hmm. um maybe i'll just like put in my two weeks find another job um and then so i don't have to say no to any more shows yeah. you know because i like stuff was just starting to pick up i was even yeah. gonna go on the road back with uh with danny ingle supposed yep. to go to uh Amarillo and yep. one other place, you know, just do a guest spot. So I was like, I just don't want to be able to, I don't want to say no to any more shows. You know, I wasn't, I didn't, was in the mindset like, Oh, company's going to take off. I'm going to make all this money, quit this job. I knew I was going to have to get a, a job, yeah. but I, was, I just wanted to get a job that was a little bit more flexible. And I was about to put in my two weeks and then this whole thing started and they're like, Oh, we're going to start sending people to work from home. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like had I quit that job, I would have been fucked dude. Yep. I would have been so uh, fucked right now. That's God telling you to slow down. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing, man. I was like, man, I'm, you know, I'm turning down these gigs. I'm not going out on open mics as much because I have to be at work so early in the morning. And yeah. it's affecting my networking um, because people know me, but they don't know me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the reason that I was doing Duck Show at the pizzeria so often was because it's a nice venue. Um and I was able to bring my family. Mm-hmm. And so um, it didn't break me off from separating comedy and family and keeping them separate. Yeah. And that's, that one of the issues that I have is uh, trying to explain to my wife that I, that the blind tiger uh, is open till 2 AM. Um, but I'm only there for the jokes. I'm only there to watch people do comedy. Yeah. She's like, yeah, right. You're, there's a bar there. There's women there. No. Yeah, it's it's rough, man. It it does uh, take a toll on a marriage for sure. Yep. Like even even before this, like me me and the wife, we weren't doing too well, Mm-mm. you know, and, and to the point where we were all actually thinking about splitting up. Like we were looking at different apartments to see who Mm-mm. what we could afford for each other, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and then the quarantine set in, and <laughs> we're stuck hey, at man, home. That, hey, if it didn't rebuild the relationship by now, I don't know what to tell you. No, nah, it's actually going really good. Yeah. It's going really good because the whole, the whole thing was we we were having trouble finding our schedules, you know, because right. I, I was really busy with comedy and then she was busy with work and her friends and going out and doing mm-hmm. all that stuff. So we weren't really mixing when it came to scheduling. You know, I wasn't giving her enough time. She wasn't right. giving me enough time, all that stuff. And uh, I mean, we, we the love was still there. We were just like, oh, well, it, it doesn't seem like we were working at it. Uh, at all so let's just not drop like draw it out anymore and what sucks is like like if you you i don't know how you feel but like when i am not doing comedy i feel like it's gonna leave me 
Yeah, you know for what I sure. Mean? For sure. You you got to keep going. You have so, to keep going at it. You know, like it's it's not just uh. I mean, I know it's harder for you because like with your wife and your kids right. and all that stuff. So I understand. And then like with work, you have to go to work early. Right. So I understand that. But and for some people, it's fine to do once a week, twice a week. That's mm-hmm. just what people people want. For for me, like the whole sense of urgency was there because, um, as an older guy like the old in, in life but young in comedy like i have to get those reps in i have to get better I how old are you 37 yeah so i'm 37 too i'll be 38 this year yeah and like most of the guys our our age has been in it like for like 10 years yep you know so they don't really do the open mics like circuit like like we we would have to i mean we're new at it we have to do it and, and the thing that sucks is like uh how do i as a new guy go to somebody that's been in forever and say, Hey man, what can I do? Cause for, I mean, when I first started, I was like, Hey man, what, what can I work on? I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing up there. Yeah. And, uh, one of the people that helped me was big Al. Yeah. Um, big Al is, if you ever go to him and ask him for advice, that man will give it to you. He's, he's cool as a fan of me. He doesn't give me any, he doesn't hold back, man. Yeah. Yeah, even even now with the virtual comedy, he was the one. I've been talking to him about it because he's he's been doing it. He actually did a uh, a virtual reality one where he had to put on a headset. How, oh, so you could see people like you? Yeah, like he crowd? he actually he said he said that when he walked in, it was like an actual stage, and there was people in the crowd. That's insane, dude. Yeah, like is that going to be the next thing? That's what I was. That's what I was saying. People were asking, "What do you think is going to happen?" I think. I think it's going to be a new lane of virtual comedy that's going to happen where people don't have to leave their house. That sucks. I mean, I don't, I don't like that at all. I like the, I like the live, you know, I, I don't could, like it. Yeah. But, uh, Cause I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, I wouldn't mind checking it out. I don't have like a VR machine or VR glasses or nothing like that. Have you but, been catching the virtual comedies? Nah, man, like uh Luchador, uh, La Lucha Mike does it on Thursdays. They do it open mic, but it's not, it's not VR. It's just on like a, like a stream like this or the, yeah. the yard stream. Uh, but, and it's just watching somebody do, do this. It's like doing a podcast, you know? And, uh, I just haven't had the, the urge to, to do that and stuff. And then what, what am I going to do? I'm going to do my set. Like it just doesn't That's work. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, cause I, I have jokes that I want to say and I want to see if they work, but that's not the atmosphere to find out if they work because when you get on stage for real, it could suck. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not down uh, listen it for anybody you know if, if anybody wants to do that i mean they're having fun with it it's all about yeah. having fun anyway you know so. I, i've seen some that are that are pretty terrible man like it, it's it's i saw one that uh they were wearing a bathrobe and uh <laughs> they were telling they weren't even telling real jokes they were just talking yeah I and it was this, like eight minutes of it yeah i saw this one girl that that i saw her live she's from alabama but she's somehow she did. She dropped in at Luchador to do a set, mm-hmm. um, and then she did the virtual one, and she was just doing her bits, you know. Uh, and it it wasn't bad, but like you, you, she's not hearing any feedback. She's not hearing any laughs. Exactly, so that's like, the problem. Yeah. Um. What else? And then she would go into another bit. I mean, right. She was holding it down. She was doing her thing. She didn't get like uh, flustered by it or nothing. But I just haven't had the 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 nerve or the the urge to. Uh, to go set it up and show I mean it, you know. one one of the funniest open mics I had seen was the one where um it w- it was you that was on stage and 
the crowd wasn't reacting and you're like, is this fucking thing on? Yeah. <laughs> and probably. that to me was so fucking funny, man. Cause you were like, at that point you just didn't give a shit. Yeah. That's what I, I was for a while. I was getting really mean to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you, you had had some drinks and you were like late in the, in the, in the group. And when yeah. you got up there, man, and then uh, that one time that my friend from Germany showed up and you told him to go fuck himself from the stage. No, well, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't heckling, but no, he, he just he wouldn't having, shut up. He was very, having a very loud conversation. Yeah. Uh, while we're trying that to shit was funny as hell. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know he was your friend. Had I known he was your friend, I wouldn't have said anything. No, I loved it. I, I laughed my ass off. And the next day I made fun of him. Yeah. Like, I, I, a lot of people get the wrong idea that i'm a mean guy i'm not a mean guy i just nah. come off like that you know it's 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 all fun and games uh if you know me you know but uh but i don't know man like this whole thing like i don't even know when open mics are gonna open up That's start up thing. again yeah and to be honest man i'm in no rush right. and that kind of scares me because like yeah. that was my identity for two years yeah uh and i was working hard at it right. i was spending a lot of time at it yep i was getting busy i was going places uh, getting booked more, trying to right. network more, and now that all that all just stopped, and I don't know like if I'm looking forward to getting back into it, you know. Uh, yeah, and see, like I'm worried. Uh, I, uh, you know, I was I it, it, I was the same way. I was doing when I wasn't doing the open mic. I was at home writing like crazy. I was at work writing, thinking of bits. Yeah, and um, that stopped ever since this shit started, and family members started dying i'm like yo i don't find nothing funny anymore man yeah man it's it's pretty tough so how, but how how are you doing like are you still are you still talking to people like as far oh, yeah, as yeah. for 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 your your meds for being off your meds right right so um um the va still has like virtual telehealth and all that oh, okay so um one of the problems that i was having was i couldn't process i couldn't get out uh, what I was experiencing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so with comedy, it's helped me like express with my words, what the fuck I'm feeling. Yeah. And so, um, I've always wanted to be a comedian from young, mm -hmm. but then nine 11 happened and, um, I was in college. I was in Manhattan when the mm -hmm. towers went down and, um, I joined the air force And then I did 14 years in the Air Force. My wife knows me as a serious guy. As yeah. a matter of fact, uh, these are these just happen to be here. My uncle is the one that's on that's having the stroke. The that's with COVID. Uh -huh. What I was telling you about. He uh -huh. was in the Air Force. He's the one that um, he's the one that I followed my life after. Oh yeah. And. Um, So I was talking to my mom because they're talking about funeral arrangements and these are my ribbons. She was asking what the ribbons look like. They uh -huh. just happened to be here because we were showing to them last night. Oh yeah. But, um, I, after 14 years in the air force and being this guy, that's all decorated. Now I'm on stage telling fucking jokes and she's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. I don't even know you anymore. And so, yeah. um, I, what happened was I didn't want to die, not trying it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And see if I, if I could do it. Yeah. And so now that I, uh, I know that a, that I can do it and B that I love doing it, whether I suck at it or not, whether I have a uh, off night or not, mm -hmm. I, I just love being on stage and telling jokes. Yeah. 
And so it's helped with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the, now that all this is happening, I find myself like getting more anxiety going out. Uh, because well, yeah, now, cause yeah, for you, it's like more intense right. It's life and death for sure. Right. You know? And so like with the lung issue, it sparks the anxiety and then the PTSD and then the sleep. I don't know about you, but I, I'm having issues sleeping. Now I would, I drink a lot. I've been drinking uh, every day, you know, so you're uh, sleeping good. I mean, I, I wake up in the morning. I was like, Hey, I guess I, I, I did sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I got, I, I got a sign in a seven at work and then uh um but most of the night i'm up walking around making sure that the house is okay yeah my wife has been having a lot of trouble sleeping like she because right she's furloughed right now she's not working and uh she's kind of just not tired you know yeah and and my son is off of school and so now we're tele we're tele schooling and that shit sucks man because yeah. he's up till midnight because he doesn't have to start school till one thirty. <laughs> yeah. So, but you've been sticking, you've been still writing and stuff like working on, I've been still writing. So like, like, uh, one of the stories that I had was, um, I, I'm having issues with these birds in my patio. They don't leave. And, uh, I'm nervous because the birds carry the diseases. And so, uh, my wife was like, we need to get rid of these birds because I don't want to get the baby sick. Yeah. And um she she looked up online and she said, What can I do to get rid of these birds? And they said, uh, hang CDs and the light hitting the sun on the C D affects them from flying and all this other stuff. And so we hang we hung DVDs because that's all we had and they came back. And so she said, Um, I read aftershave. They don't like the smell of aftershave. Mm-hmm. And so I sprayed old spice on this ledge. And again, they came back and she said, um, they don't like music. And so uh, I brought out my speaker and I also have like a strobe light on the speaker. And mm-hmm. so when music plays, the lights hit. And so the next morning she's like, they didn't, they didn't leave. They, they stayed. And I'm like, at this point, I've set up a fucking date night for these fucking <laughs> birds because now, now they're just sitting there watching the DVD spin, swaying to the music they had eggs. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck to do at this point. Yeah. But you that's made it uh, comfortable for them. You made it, you made it a fun place to be. Right. Right. So now <laughs> I, I should be, if I'm not named after, if those eggs aren't named after me, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> to do. But yeah, that, that's one of the jokes I had written down. Yeah. And then, uh, just thinking about my crazy ass family. So my, my uncle, um, he, he had a stroke and then caught the coronavirus. And it didn't stop my my family from being crazy. So, like, my mom ran to the to the nursing home that he was at. Mind you, in New York City, the the COVID is rampant in the nursing homes. Yeah, it, it's killed over six hundred people just in the nursing homes. Yeah, and so she comes running into the nursing home, and they said, "Ma'am, you can't be in here." And she said, "No virus is going to stop me from my brother." Runs touches my uncle mm-hmm. bare hand now you got to quarantine yourself for two fucking weeks yeah because of the drama she couldn't stay away from being dramatic and now she's quarantined herself she's also high risk that's crazy man like yeah, i had to i had to drive out to work uh to pick up something that i had forgot when i when i moved home and there was a funeral uh, coming back 
there was a funeral procession, you know, the drive. And there was only three cars, you know, because nobody's going out because everything's shut down. Nobody wants to gather in groups. I was like, oh, man, I feel my like- friend. Um, she lost her dad. Yeah. To, to uh, COVID. And uh, she buried him yesterday. And the max uh, allowed was four people at the at the burial site. He had six kids. Damn. That's that's rough, man. That sucks, man. Yeah. Uh, there was actually a couple in Universal City that passed away, uh, and his mom was living with the with them, and she had to find out through a window that her son passed away because she was positive. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's just crazy stuff right now. It's and it's just, too close it's to scary. home, man. Universal City's right down the street. I live yeah. in New Braunfels. Yeah. Yeah, you know just, the the other thing that was going to happen when all this before all this was I was going to set up a, a mic here in New Braunfels. Yeah, you talked to me about that and stuff. Right, I was going to do a show uh, either weekly or monthly. Me and uh, Joshua Nieto were going to um, get together uh-huh. and put that together. I, I had bought the speaker and the mixer, and I had the mic, and then all this went down, and I don't even know if the bar is going to be open when this is done. Yeah, a lot of businesses going out. You know, even with like uh, like just the pickup orders, it's not it's not enough to keep people afloat. You know, oh, man, saw, it's scary. I, I saw that thing with Jokesters, and that and that's yep. sad too because she just uh, celebrated two years of right. And that's and that's where place. I that's my first stage. That's the first time I did an open mic. Yeah, so that's I mean, the, that's the home base. It's gonna be different, man. When everything opens up, it's gonna be different. And I'm gonna, I, you know what. I, I keep saying I don't know if I'll jump back into it and stuff. I mean I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to get back out there, and right. that's why I started kicking out the the podcast because I was, I was just doing a podcast with me and the wife, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like I, w- I want to you know get back into it, start talking to comics, uh, you know, get back into like running this thing. So when it does pop off, you know, we'll just jump back into it like nothing happened. Have you seen any specials? Um. I saw the Louis C.K. one. Did you see that one? I didn't see that one. I want to see that one. I just saw the Chris D'Elia one. Uh, I saw pieces of that one. I kind of fell asleep. I don't, I don't really care for Chris D'Elia. You know, too. some of the um, the some of the jokes that he had, they went on for too long. And, you know, yeah. like now that now that we've hit the stage and we, we kind of start breaking it down, like, okay, this bit is going too long, man. You got to start shortening this shit up. Yeah. It's just like three minutes already. He just he has those two voices that he uses for every. Character. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't like it. I heard this voice already because I yeah. remember I, I I fell asleep because I put it on pretty late and stuff. Yeah. What what what's funny is that like okay my my wife she'll go to a comedy show and stuff and mm-hmm. she'll watch some stand up, but yeah. she doesn't really care for it too much and stuff. But so I got the the Comedy Central package because they had some deal. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And so now instead of uh waking up early to watch porn i would wake up early to watch comedy central like those mm-hmm. little <laughs> that, that's, that's your guilty pleasure <laughs> yeah i gotta do it before the wife wakes up <laughs> yeah that's funny i've uh i've been watching old school movies like classic movies yeah um i i started watching jerry lewis movies mm-hmm. and how he works on his like physical comedy and yeah that that that's something that i need to work on like the performance of the bit is that what you want to do? You want to try to be more physical and stuff? Even with like for me, like there's there's jokes that, that need to be like I, I walk the stage. I like to walk the stage. But, yeah. And it's not it's not a nervous thing for me. It's just me, like my mind telling the story. Yeah. And um, I don't know, man, like I, 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 I don't know if I want to do physicality because I don't want to tire myself out up there. 
Yeah, especially as, as your 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 set and grows, issues, you know, yeah. where time goes and all that stuff. You know, five minutes. Yeah, you could do a hard five minutes and stuff, but when you start doing ten, twenty, that's just no joke, man. I got, I'm up to fifteen right now. Yeah, and um, it, that that you start losing your your breath, your voice starts going out. Yeah, that shit is no joke, man. How how, how long are you up to? The most I've done is 20 minutes. I've done 30 minutes, but I wasn't happy with that one. Mm-hmm. So, so the most I was doing was 20 minutes. Uh, but like you hear people like, like new guys and they're like, yeah, I've done like, I got hours. I got hours. No, I was like, Shit. no fucking way. <laughs> no way. I mean, I don't hey. know, man. I'm not, I'm not taking it away from them. You know, if some people have, you know. I, cause I've, I, so, um, I've seen people go up that feel like they got 15 minutes and yeah. they die after four. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. It's, so anyway, and then you start hearing that. And I, I told my wife, if you hear so anyway, but yeah, man, if you hear those two words, it's over. That yeah. He's losing it. All right. What else did I want to talk about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw one. <laughs> I saw one comic go up and um, the crowd, there was a guy in the crowd heckling. Uh-huh. He was getting more laughs than the comic. Damn. And I'm like, dude, it's over. You got to slow down. Yeah, man. Uh, but I don't know, man. Like, I just got the, the 20 minutes. I, and I, I'm kind of mad at myself for not sticking with it. But at the same time, I can't have, I can't put energy into something that I don't know when right. it's going to come out. You know, like that was the whole rush of it. Like working on a joke for a couple of days and then like, right. oh man, I'm going to go out tomorrow night and I'm just going to fucking bang, bang, bang. So there, there's no motivation. And that's just mm-hmm. for me. Like everybody works differently, obviously. But for me, like I would work on new stuff. And then I couldn't wait to put it on stage. Right. And then rework it and then do it again and then add tags and all that stuff. So because I know that there's no stage to work out stuff, mm-hmm. I it's that, it's the laziness and this yeah. the whole thing like I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna do it again. I honestly right. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't we were tell we you. were just having this conversation two days ago, my wife and I we were saying I was I was telling her like I don't even know where I fit in here anymore because yeah. everybody's doing this virtual thing. Uh, do I ask um, to jump on this virtual thing and then not be ready? Cause I don't even know how it works. Yeah. And I don't even know if my jokes are even going to fly virtually. You know what like, I mean? Because even if, even if they do, like even if somebody is laughing at what you're saying, mm-hmm. you don't hear it. Right. So it's not like, Oh, that there's that dopamine that I needed. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> like, like uh, I saw the isolation comedy from Austin. I think it's out of, yeah, and I saw Tanvir do his set, and um, he did really well, and it was really funny. But he was getting emoji laughs, <laughs> and that's how he could yeah. tell the joke was working. I'm like, ah, man, that sucks. Yeah, I was laughing I, at him. Yeah, man, I don't know. I know uh, some people are releasing their their stuff now. Like uh, Jay White Cotton released his thing on YouTube. Yep, yep. Uh, I saw Larry's. Larry's was good. Yeah, Larry's was good. Uh, George Anthony's about to drop. I'm excited about album. that one because yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him crush crowds, man. Yeah, he's a killer for sure. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if Josh has one. Kabaza? Yeah, does he have a? Yeah, video? he put it. Yeah, he put out one a couple years ago. Uh, that's already that was already out and stuff. He recorded that at the Blind Tiger. I gotta um, see that one. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Uh, the the blind tiger is is one that i i would be nervous to go back to just because of how close everybody how close was. everything is right um 
Yeah, man. That's 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 a thing. They they they're crammed down there. Oh yeah, and that was that was the beauty of it. You know, that was, was the a, that was the magic of it, man. It was an intimate setting. You could see yep. people; they're right there, and yep. then it's all, it all like instant, like boom, boom, boom. You mm-hmm. know, you give, they give, you give, they give. It, was it a felt like place. a classic uh, comedy club. Yeah, it was a beautiful place like ones you hear man. about in New York. You know, yeah, because then you go to jokes. It's like I, I, when I started comedy, I had told myself I would drive by LOL like. For four years, I was driving by LOL, and I would always tell myself that one day I'm going to go to that open mic, and one day I'm going to get on that stage. And um, when I started the open mic there, um, I never even I never even wanted to see the back yeah. until I was booked on a show or something. Yeah. And I didn't go as a, as a, as a fan. I didn't go in the crowd, nothing, because my goal was to get on that stage. And the, the first night I ever went on the stage was the – the competition mm-hmm. and th- that that bitch is huge like yeah the sound is weird the yeah. the acoustic is the the stage is huge yeah it's an airplane hanger like it's fucking yeah, man. huge it's ridiculous then you go to the blind tiger and you see how intimate it is and then the man that's a huge difference yeah you can feel the the, the laughter from the blind tiger because i i could even feel it on the side but mm-hmm. at the LOL, man, it takes a second to hit you. For sure. That, if, that affects your, your timing, hits. too. That affects mm-hmm. your timing, too, by the time it gets to. So. Did anybody go over their time during your set? Go over their time? No, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think I so. Had, uh, I had two or three people. That went over? Yeah, they did like nine minutes. Oh, shit. Isn't that yeah. like automatic disqualification? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, they, uh, uh, the thing was, they let them go. <laughs> uh-huh. They let them go. They hit them with the light like three times and um then they just let them go for the rest of their set and they're like all right man that's my time like nah bro your time was three minutes ago damn i I don't think anybody ran their time and stuff it was pretty tight tight ship tight run show Um, i i I missed that man um did you do any of the comedy festivals when they were in town did you check them out nah no, I wasn't part of the, the Comedy Fest, the Hot Comedy Fest. I think I was on a show when that happened, when I was in town. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realize that they had a, a open mic with, during that Hot Comedy Fest. Dude, yeah, man, I was, I was so it? mad, man, I was like, because oh, was I was supposed fun. to go that night. I was supposed to go out that night. And, um, yeah. and so with the, with the wife and the family, I have to decide, you know, am I going to do this night or am I going to pick this night? So I decided yeah. to go out the the night of um, Jerry Garcia because him and I had been talking on Instagram for almost a year. Where was his show at? At the LOL. Okay. And so, you know, um, one of the, one of the, one of the proudest moments I had as a comedian was when I showed up, um, they were like, where's your ticket? Irma came up and said, he's a comedian. He doesn't pay. And they had me, I, 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 I had paid already, but, mm-hmm. uh, they they were going to sit me down somewhere. And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm going to sit in the back. And yeah. Irma was like, he's a comedian. He goes in the back. So I was able to hang out with the comedians yeah. from the comedy festival. And we were just, just chopping it up in the back. And I got to talk to um, um, Gina Brion. Uh-huh. And um, Jerry Garcia was there. And we chopped it up. We talked. And then Big Al was there. 
mm-hmm. I got to talk to some of the local comedians. But Jerry said, hey, man, when you get a sec, I'm going to go smoke if you want to go talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then we had one-on-one time outside, and he didn't have to do that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we talked true. about timing and his jokes. How is he incorporating new jokes as a as an HBO comedian now? You don't do open mics, right? So what are you doing with these new jokes? Yeah. And so he was giving me advice on that and how he does it. It was cool, man. It was a good experience. Then he invited me back to the hotel and they were doing another like impromptu open mic, but it was already like two in the morning. I was like, man, I got to go home. Oh, damn. I was running that late, that open mic. Oh, wow. Yeah. They were going to go back to the St. Anthony. No, I'm lying. It was, it was midnight. It was midnight. They were going to go back to the St. Anthony and then start from scratch a new open mic. And I'm like, man, I've, Listen, the experience for it, I'm sure would have been fantastic because yeah. Angela Johnson was hosting and all types of shit was going down over there. Damn. I'm, yeah, I'm sad I missed it, man. They didn't, they didn't announce it. Or not that I, I mean. No, I just really show up, bro. Uh, that's crazy, dude. Uh, well, man, it was good talking to you, dude. Uh, I know we, we haven't hung out in a while. Uh, hopefully we'll hang out in real life uh, soon with all these things. This is what I missed the most over yeah man it, that's that, that's another thing why i picked it back up you know just bullshit with other comics you know you want to talk about comedy life i like i like just talking to, to comics about fucking bullshit you know yep you know my my daughter has now learned to open doors i keep looking back because she's learned to open them and she'll just bust it open how old is your daughter now she's uh 13 14 months yeah because that's that's kind of when you you just you lay when back i started she was pregnant yeah, you chilled out like when your daughter was born, right? Right. So I, I had I to. So I it's the, the been that scary, long since we hung out, man. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, the The scary thing was was when she was born, she came out um, not breathing, oh. and um, and see, I I was scared in the moment, but then the comedian brain came in because yeah. they said. Uh, she came out white with blue eyes, and I'm like, yo. That, that's not mine. That's not, we got to talk about this. And then they said, this baby needs a CPAP. And I was like, fuck, that's my kid. <laughs> and so I started writing that bit, but it was a serious moment, man. She was in the ICU for three or four days. Dang, man. And then uh, we found out that she's allergic to eggs recently, too. To eggs? Yeah, man. She had eggs, and um, it blew up into anaphylactic shock. Oh my goodness, dude! They had to that give her an scary. EpiPen. That shit is scary, dude. She can't talk, man. Like, so I don't know what she's eating. Because that's like your main job is to make sure that these kids stay alive. And if you're yeah, poisoning man. your kids with eggs, I mean, Bro, shit. And egg is in everything. <laughs> everything, cakes. Everything. Yep. So for everything. her birthday, it had to be like a fruit cup. Oh man, they don't have like a, a substitute, like to make cake i'm just thinking i'm just worried about cake uh, how can we get cake <laughs> nope they they don't have substitutes like so uh i mean some people put applesauce in it yeah and that's disgusting uh so are, are you are you staying live like on uh on on facebook are you joking now are you joking yeah so like on sundays i do on sundays i do um i my son and i started a show called the quarantine chronicles oh and, yeah yeah y'all uh, go we live just talk, we just bullshit talk about yeah. our our what what did you do this week? Same yeah. shit we did last week. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, man. Y'all gonna keep that going? I'm gonna try. You know, we created logos and stuff, but it's hard to to find the energy to do this type of shit. Like for you doing this, I mm-hmm. commend you, man, because it's it's no joke trying to stay motivated to do this type of stuff. 
Dude, I'm just getting back into it. I took, I took two months off. I mean, I started doing a podcast with a wife. But, I mean, even before that, you were doing the open mics and then putting one of these out a week. That's oh, a lot, okay, man. okay. I thought you just met in quarantine time. No, I mean, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of energy. Oh, for man. sure. And, and now that we're in quarantine, the energy levels are already low because yeah. we're trying to save our energy from all this bullshit yeah. and trying to find the motivation, man. And then my son, um, I'll ask him questions like, would you rather questions? Would you rather uh be half mermaid or half horse <laughs> and then see where he goes with that yeah uh well that's cool man this is a lot of fun thanks for coming on uh any uh uh social media plugs shout outs you got anything you want to want to say um instagram i'm on instagram i am chris grulon g-r-u-l-l-o-n and then facebook chris grulon yeah that's it man Cool, man. Thanks again for doing this. Uh, you can find me uh, Twitter, Instagram, Patrick C. Huerta, and then com for any links, all that good stuff. Like, share, subscribe, rate in the iTunes. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'll catch up with you next time, man. Sounds good. Thank you. Laters. Later.